front-end travel you think you've ever gotten or heard out of curiosity, you know? I think you'll all be blown away today. All righty. Well, Jasper's uh, still working out the webcam uh, thing, so I guess you can use his laptop um, one for today. I, can you still hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. We've almost got it. We're just messing with okay. it. I tried hooking up with my phone, but I already used the link, I think. Okay. So it won't right. let me double go in on this link. I don't know. Maybe it will. I'm trying. All right. So we have John guessing at 18. Oof, that's a big number. Noah's at 10 and a half, 15 for Chris and Joe. Okay. Some of you are, some of you are close. Uh, that's all I got to say, real close. Uh, we'll play one more time. So that is the winner guesses the extension there on the front, on the front suspension, how many inches it is. We'll win a new MSK hoodie that hasn't released yet that's coming out. Um, MSK in the front of it as well. So put your guesses in the comments. We have Jeff Thomas with us as well. He is driving, so you hear a little bit of noise from him. And Yes, I think we'll just go with the laptop if you don't mind. Okay. Maybe that for next week. But, um, so I got a few questions. Do you have your uh, you got your car there? Yes. That's why I was trying to switch to the phone because I'm gonna have to carry this laptop all over until the uh, GoPro okay. actually hooks up. Okay. You want to jump on go ahead. Again? Just keep going. All right, so uh, my question to everybody is, you know, what do you guys think about uh, long travel? What is, you know, why do we have it and why do we need it? Uh, maybe Jeff can kind of share a little bit of what his thoughts are uh, when it comes to long travel suspension, when it comes to racing, street versus track, maybe. Yeah, well, I mean, simply put, I mean, the worse the surface is, the more you need it, obviously. You know what I mean? The better mm -hmm. the surface gets gets the less relevant it is you're you're almost not even going to use it but on the really bad surfaces it's a game changer it's a must have i mean i'm pissing it off right now okay what um so like when you're doing wheelies is it really help me when the wheels can come down a little farther get a little better traction going when you do wheelies is that what you said yeah, <laughs> when your wheels are up, you know, that, uh, just no, it doesn't okay, help. You don't have dumb questions, so I'm just throwing some stuff. dumb ones out there, okay? Don't mind me, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Jasper, are you ready to go? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, we're just gonna have to switch back to the laptop yeah. camera for right now, and I'll just okay. carry the laptop around, I guess. Come on, the technical, uh, technical difficulties, everybody, that we're having. Okay, we're back. There we go. So, yeah, so we were just talking with Jeff, um, talking, you know, which the subject is long travel suspension today. Um, you know, why do we need it and, you know, where do we need it and things like that. And um, I know we got your car and we have that contest going on. Uh, before we totally say what your suspension travel is, that we give the hoodie away. Um, we'll pick a winner on the side. I'll let you do that, Jasper. 
and then we'll do we'll send them a hoodie um for the winner and not have them message us for their uh, sounds cool with you yeah that sounds awesome um to me some of it's about getting the crank up as high as you can i feel like the higher you can get your motor it, it's similar to moving it back okay. so with the extension it, it allows your crank to get up higher and transfer weight a little easier and obviously it gives you a little more control you can slowly rise it and put a little more power down at 60 foot from okay. our experience so how do you measure the travel richard's asking uh we're measuring the travel off the front bar on the tube front end the very front of it then we put a tape measure on it and as it went up we measured how many inches it went from where it was Okay. I'm trying real hard not to say yes. <laughs> I got you. I'll show you. Put, I'll put a few guesses on the screen here. We're 13. We got 17 and a half. We got some 15. We got 10. 18. So we got a bunch of guesses all kind of over the place a little bit. That's good. That's how you win at the Price is Right. Right. <laughs> sure. What is this thing? So, uh, so when you're on, like Jeff was talking about on bad services, that the uh, long travel um, is a lot more useful. Maybe you can explain that for people who don't understand that, you know, the purpose of the long travel and the suspension differences, you know. Um, in, in my opinion, which is probably 70% wrong, um, it's about transferring. So when you have that much more travel and you can bring it up that fast, it'll plant the rear tire on a crappy surface. Um, on a better surface, it plants the tire too quick and either you wheelie or it unloads the tire a ways out there because you're getting after it so hard. So on a, on a horrible surface, you're not running that fast of a 60 foot. So the, the quicker you can get the front end up, the faster you can get out there rolling on the better surfaces like war in the woods compared to like the back of myland or something um war in the woods is faster so you're getting after it harder so you need that front end to come up slower okay and limiting it's one way you can limit the suspension and stop it from traveling so much but that's all stuff you do on a stickier surface <clears throat> now what about um I know there's a lot of different brands out there and styles of people do different setups. I see people with the, the back tires down, the front end up set a little higher, you know, some are set and flush and have longer travel. Everybody has their different ways of setting their cars up to hook and go, you know, if that makes sense. What, um, in your experience, what do you found that's really worked best for you? I, I think a lot of people are probably not understanding ride height and how important it is. When you, I kind of feel like every car's got a ride height that they really want and that works. And then when you get to that ride height, you need to make sure if you're making bar adjustments, any sort of adjustment that the car gets back to that ride height. So to me, it's kind of crucial. I'm Mine sits a tiny bit up in the front and all these things can change based off limitations too. Like some cars can't, slam as good as some other cars some cars can't sit up because they don't they're running out of their travel 
because they don't have as much or an A-arms binding or something. So to me, I like it a little bit up in the front, but not like, you know, not as drastic as Mountain Dew. But that's just from my experience. I mean, I haven't ran a car staggered that hard to be able to tell you firsthand that I think it, you know, it does this or it does that. And you brought a point up um, from your other chassis to your red car, not your new one, but your, your other car you just had. Um, was there a difference in the setups between or are you all three of these? Is there a difference between them? How you have them set up? Yeah, the the orange car had like a quarter inch spacer or a half inch spacer or something under the K member. So you could, you could slam it a little farther and get a little more travel out of your front shocks. So that one allowed me to set the ride height, like more where I like it, but is that, is that, that right there, that's what's on the new car. Okay. And those, those I think are in, in two inches or an inch and three quarter or something. I can't remember. I think they're two inches. Okay. I don't know. I guess I could measure real quick. Wherever the tape measure is. So Jeff will get back on too. Don't worry about it. Um, Jeff's in the middle of driving to Ohio, so uh, he'll be in and out. Yeah, and he's probably going to bounce on and off. Yeah. Um, so this is hard with the laptop to like use the camera to show where are they. So they're right in there. I got you right down there. I see you down there. You all can see behind the tire over so there. Right, yep, right there. in there. So that pops the, the K-member down a little bit lower, bringing... Maybe you can explain all that to everybody, people who don't understand. Well, once again, it kind of gets your motor up there a little higher, mm -hmm. ride height-wise. And uh, the main thing to me that the spacers do is allow you to drop your shock farther down into the body so that you're actually using all of the travel that the shock has. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, when you set ride height, it's, it's sitting up. So you'll have like four inches of shaft showing on with an unspaced one. And I have like one inch or I have about an inch or an inch and a half of shaft showing. Okay. And then like my car has some, some prototype um, front struts that me and Jeff ran. Jeff ran them for one event at War in the Woods and kind of broke them because they're not, that's why we're not making them for other people or Jeff's not making them for other people, but it's got an, it, it's a little longer. It's about an inch and a half longer than the ones he makes. And what the problem is, is the shaft is coming so far out that it don't try to come straight back down in. So it's mm -hmm. obviously going to wear the seal out pretty quick. And it can also in a big wheelie, if it comes down hard, it'll bind and it'll snap it off. And, so I love them though. I love how well they work. So I've just kept running them, but eventually we're going to have to switch those out because it was a little too far, at least for the bodies that we're using. Okay. That makes sense. Jeff, we were just talking about uh, the difference between the, the inch and a half more travel on the spread that he has versus the normal ones that are for sale. He's can you hear us, Jeff? Uh, bear, I can hear Jasper pretty good, but I can't hear Brian hardly at all. So we were talking about how I have like a different strut than everyone else that you ran at War in the Woods. Yeah. And I was explaining to him how it's not something that anyone probably wants and it's going to wear seals out 
or possibly break the shaft because it just doesn't want to come back in straight because it's so long. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a little overboard, but you got to experiment to figure out how far you can take something before it's a problem. You know, J Jasper has that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that will um, probably be like for quite a while. <laughs> boring any kind of a big wheelie or something like that. Um, something else we were talking about, Jeff, what was your feelings on ride height? Like, you know, like Mountain Dew's ride height compared to your ride height or position, you know, like uh, some like the rear squatted, some like it flat, some like it nose down. Uh, I think it's best if the car's level or a little higher in the front. And that's where the billet K member spacers I make, I think, really help because essentially you know people i get that question every single day what do the k member spacers do well they'll they raise the right height of the front of the car to allow you to and then to allow you to compress your strut more which in turn gives you more up travel in your struts you know uh when you got the real long travel struts you uh you know, you have to compress the strut in order to have more up travel. So they basically allow you to do that. They help with that scenario, you know. Yep, that's pretty much what I thought too. You uh, know, how much? Another big thing, like you guys were saying earlier, I mean, I've got, I've probably got seven or eight guys out there that run back of the track stuff one weekend radial stuff the next weekend and a couple of them have been super successful and they're not running limiters or nothing so another thing and i always tell every customer this and it applies to me or anybody everybody you know it's you know your your suspension is just like your your tune-up for power you know what i mean like you get on a, a street where the first 80 feet is really good know you got to tighten them front struts up and if you do you know you won't have you know long travel struts don't cause wheelies poor suspension to not do or you know too much power too much weight in the back a lot of you know what i mean there's there's so many factors that go into everything yeah. one thing you'll notice is the guys that are super super hard to beat are very good at all that you know what i mean so you know you you, you get a you get a handle on where to set your rebound and and according to the surface you're on and, and that that makes a big difference you know what i mean when you you know you, you tighten them front shocks way up or just the right amount it's you can put some power to it in a 60 foot but yet out there on a street where the street starts getting bad then they start to extend and transfer weight and it helps you you know so there's you know you can there's a there's a lot to it, you know. There's a, the guys that are really good at that. You can see it, that's for sure. Yeah, and it's it's hard when you don't have the car there trying to diag their problems when you don't know, like what their center of gravity is, what their instant center is, what their bar angles are. Oh yeah, all, all that's tough. Like they could be climbing the ring gear, or they could yeah. have it all screwed up and. So it's tough sometimes when people call or ask questions or want to know. It's it's hard without knowing every single aspect of it. That's why, like, if you have a Mustang and you have like performance trends software or whatever, it's it's real easy to, to figure out where you need to be. 
This is the uh, software you were talking about right here, Jasper, performance trends. Yep. And I think you were going, is that some, that one you there? You clicked cir that circle track, but that might be the same thing. Go down. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's the same software, but I went through the drag racing one or whatever. Yeah. But it helps you figure out all the angles and extensions. Yeah. And why I say like Mustang is because the Mustang dimensions and measurements are all online or you can find them or they're, they're easy to get where, yeah, right there. Mm -hmm. And then, um, other cars are a little tougher. You actually got to go measure a bunch of stuff and figure it out. Really, really, really cool software. Yeah. That's awesome resource and all the, uh, everything they have available on there. I think I'll put a link for that below in the, in the comments for everybody. Um, Nick Taylor's who turned me on to it. I stopped by his shop before driving to Jeff's in an ice storm. And uh, I was watching his laptop and him showing me a bunch of stuff on it. And it was, it was really cool. So awesome. I owe Nick Taylor for that. That's huge. Mr. Awesome. Street Outlaws, big tire racer extraordinaire. No, I had a question. Any info on the G-Body long travel setups at all? That's becoming a hot topic lately. Was that G? Did you ask about G-Body? Yep, G-Body long travel. Any info? Yeah, we've been we've been doing quite a bit of that. We've got a little kind of kit together, and Jasper and them guys just did one. I got some guys in Georgia. I've got I got quite a few of those out there too that work really good. Um, Makes a makes a huge difference. You know, with a with an A arm car, the geometry of the front suspension multiplies it, where you actually have more travel with less stroke in the shock. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, it just requires a little fab work on on the D bodies, S tens, all those. It's not like a bolt on kit, not with stock front frame rails. Buy this one. Oh, you did. <laughs> Oh, okay. Jasper, is that kind of like what you had to do on your car with the setup on the top up there? No, this was more on, on Mark's car. We had to plasma cut the frame, and then and you can cut it any way you want. We just chose a plasma cutter. Um, you cut a hole, and then you weld on a bracket, and that bracket is like kind of like a rear-end shock mount bracket type thing, and you can then adjust the shock up or down. Um I will say like some of the people have found clever ways to put longer ones in. Like I think Adam and them at Mac, I think they make their own upper and upper A arm or whatever. And it like is almost like a giant U I imagine so that it don't bottom out on the frame part and end up stopping the full travel of the shot. So like there is some custom things you could do if you were like a gangster and wanted to make your own upper A arm or you're like Jeff and you just re-weld the end on because you don't like how the ball joint is. If you want to do some stuff like that, I think you could get some more travel, but Mark ended up with about five inches more than he had in the old setup. So that's huge, like gigantically huge for his car. I can't wait. So I think he got to Arizona today. So hopefully he gets some testing in and lets me know real quick because we did a lot. Yeah, on a yeah I'll install them, like I got a couple S10s with a 7-inch stroke shock on the front. They have almost 10 inches of 
travel at the wheel. So, and you know, my opinion is, I mean, at that, you know, when, you, you got a limit to what you're doing on travel. I mean, this isn't just going to keep going to where somebody has 16 or 18 inches. It's not going to be benefit. You know, you, it gets to a point there where it's not helping you anymore. You know, it's kind of like the team. Yeah, same. Team, you know what I mean? You're, you're, yeah, you're it, trying to get the car to transfer. Like Jasper said, the higher the center line of the crankshaft is, the better the car is going to transfer weight to the rear wheels and all that stored energy in the springs when you let go of the button helps push the car up, helps it plant the tire. And on a bad surface, it's a big help, you know. Uh, you know, the, those, the G-bodies, S10s, all that require some fab work, uh, you know, uh, they're all going to, but um, they work equally as good if, if everything's right. I mean, I've got a couple of them out there with, you know, we're using rear shocks on the front that I revalve, and they're, they're, it's very similar to the same thing as the Fox body. It, it, it works. Uh, my Nova was done like that kind of before this, this big trend started. Yep. Yeah, there's a limit. I, I believe that we found it. Like, I haven't got to test this one yet, but it definitely probably has about an inch and a half, two inches more travel than the white car or the orange car based off, you know, we run a different lower arm on this one and the spacers are bigger on this one than the other one and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I don't even know if we're going to be able to use all that. Like when it's all the way up and you're actually looking at it in person, yeah, I mean, you're not going to see the front of the track. I mean, we literally have a guy building us plexiglass uh, removable floor pieces right now so that maybe if I start getting off the track, I can see through the floor that I'm hitting the grass because uh, it might ride too high. If it does work, you know, obviously we're going to try to send it, but I don't, I, I think we've probably got to a point where it's going to be real hard not to power wheelie if it is hooking good with it riding that ridiculous so what we are not sure and we're pretty sure though we've hit the limit so like jeff said there's definitely too far for anything you're ever going to do hey, here's a good question aaron had what is the average crank center line oh i, guess, I, trying, I, I guess he's trying to figure out where's a good place to put it basically Oh, as I, high I as you can what, get it. You would consider average, but... That's, yeah, I don't know what the average would be. I mean, I, I don't think there would really be an average. I mean, like, if you were talking about... what, uh, I, I will throw a number out there and say 13 inches. What's it say? You know, uh, I'll I measure know, mine real quick. I know, like, my big block and my Mustang is up closer to, like, 15 and three quarters. Know, that, that's where I have it set at, but uh, that's different on all different kinds of, you know, you're, I know you're talking about for no prep. Uh, I know, like, I can give you an example. You know the, you know that car, King Turtle? Uh -huh. The Nitrous LS combo? That motor's raised way up in the chassis. And if you've ever noticed, that thing will wheelie on the worst surface on the planet. You know what I mean? I'm sure he's got a lot of weight in the back, too, but... I mean, that definitely is, is, makes a big difference, you know. So having the crank higher, is that, does the wheels pop up a lot easier versus having the having it down lower? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yep. 
So a stock Mustang is 13.5 inches, 14 inches, somewhere in there. Mine's sitting at 18. Yeah. At ride height? Yep. If I go yeah. measure it right now, it sits at 18. Yeah. Yeah, so Jasper's way up there. But I'm also double frame rail. Yeah. So it's 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 up there. So what's the difference between like a single frame rail and a double frame rail? Does that make a difference at all? So people who may not understand? Eh. What the deal is, is it'll you cut the whole tunnel out pretty much, and it allows you to raise the motor and tranny. Okay. I mean, it's way safer, too, with all the bars, but, like, that's how I'm getting my motor way up like that. And the trick that we're trying to pull is if they are going to make a firewall rule, I'm gonna, my firewall is stock location, so... They, they can't really say anything about my firewall. They can ban me for my floor or whatever, but we're just trying to take the most advantage of staying possibly in the rules of what's coming. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I'd cut the firewall clean out of it and put it right at the window. I got you. So I'll make standardized rules or we'll get into another day. <laughs> see, you know. Still I'm just making my case already. Yeah, I hear you. No, no bars and still working quarters were good. <laughs> That'd be nice. Alrighty. Oh, Aaron, he wrote he has uh, 14 or 7 inches of uh, travel in his frame. Yeah, but okay, so Aaron, what's your mid plate to middle of the axle measurement in that car? Because I bet it, I bet it's extremely short. I bet he's around like, I don't know, seventy-five inches probably from his mid plate to the center of the rear end. So like he's making up what I'm making up by raising the motor and doing those other things. He's just probably surpassing what I'm doing by just having his motor sit back that far. And then you know, like everyone throwing a fit about where the motor is. It's like Jeff said over and over. This only helps on a really really shitty track. If you go somewhere else, you're going to be adding weight to the front because your motor is so far back. So, it, you could give an example of some tracks that are bad that you know where it's beneficial so people help them understand. So, like the back of Milan, the come up, Darlington, um, Muncie's big end banger. If they do a back end race at Cincy, um, probably Happy's for the first race of the year, just that one, and then that track's probably going to be real fast. Um, anywhere that's virgin for the first so many rounds. I mean, all that helps out with the motorway in the back. If you're running, oh, if you're like running 120, 60 foots or 114s at the place you're at, then your motor being back isn't gaining you anything. You're adding weight to the front to even get down and you're turning the struts down, like Jeff said, or tightening them up and possibly limiting them. So everyone crying about it, it's it's hit or miss of if that's even a benefit or a fault. So no one wants to add weight back to the front of their car. That sounds horrible. Yeah. So it, it it's either way, you know, like sometimes it's a benefit, sometimes it's not. Uh, Aaron put a post on the screen there for you. Yeah, so... 
So he definitely, God, it's 95 inches wheelbase, cylinder ones in front of the strut. It's probably like 10 inches. I don't know. I guess so. You're probably like an 80 or something would be my guess. But that's still pretty good. That's why that car works, Aaron. So is there a difference? Uh, so help people understand a little bit on the on the adjustments. Like, what do they adjust? Um, maybe some people who have no idea whatsoever, and they're trying to get into doing this kind of setup like you're doing. Um, limiting travel. Like, where should they start out? Or any suggestions at all? Kind of go to the basics. Explain how it works, maybe. Well, strut-wise, strut I would just recommend getting as much travel as you can get because you can always limit it. You can't add it. So, minus doing what I'm doing where you're running a part that's, you know, either wearing seals really hard or possibly going to break or something, that isn't recommended. And Jeff, for the record, has argued with me to bring it back and give me the right one. And like I said, whatever's going on with this one, I, I really love it. So, I've just been running it. But... I would say as much travel as you want. When it comes to bar adjustments, that all depends. If you have a stock Mustang you and it doesn't have Marty boxes and you don't have like adjustment hole, they have like a kit that you can put adjustment holes on the upper arms and you can weld on the brackets to make adjustments on the lowers. If you don't have any of that on there, your, your bar angle is what it is. It, it bolts right in in the stock location. If you have those, there's just a lot of a lot of math to that. You want to know where your your center of gravity is probably to start. And that would be extremely hard without that program. I don't even honestly know how you would go about that. I'm sure someone with scales and a calculator can probably figure it out, but I would have no clue. And then once you figure that out, you have a line from the bottom of your like front spindle to the top of the rear axle. And that's like your, your anti-squat or squat line, kind of your instant center. And if it's below it, it's going to squat. And if it's above it, it's going to separate. And I prefer to run separation, not like a radial car separating, but um, I do like separation. And some people like squat. Um, we've used squat. We weren't as fast with it. Um, we also didn't spend as much time with it. And we separate a little. And it, I feel it helps when you have so much extension up front. And I like anti-squat with weight. So those bar angles based off like you have two bars. And if your upper one's like this and your, your bottom one's like this or whatever, wherever they cross in the middle is where your dot is and you want it above that line in my opinion and you want it close to the center of gravity or if anything back it just all depends what you're trying to do and what track once again like if you're on a really sticky track you probably want it way out front if you're on a real um mm -hmm. sketchy track or whatever you probably want it towards the back and like you can see in that photo right there that circle in the middle, I believe, is the center of gravity. And then you can see the line coming off the top of the tire to the bottom of the tire. And then you can see the, the bar angles right there, where they cross is where your instant center is. Um, I truly believe people should be paying way more attention to this stuff and 
instead of how much power they can put in them because hardly any of us are running all of it out the back. So I agree. I think this it's is very important. This it is, is where important. it's won and lost. Mm-hmm. Minus, you know, getting lucky or whatever, which happens a lot in our sport because we're racing on crap. <laughs> for everybody who's just uh, who's been on here for a little bit, I'm going to do one more time before we announce a winner. I'm just going to play the video real quick, Jasper, if you don't mind. Yeah, that's fine. Yes. So, so everybody, I want you to guess how much travel there is here. Uh, we're going to be giving away a hoodie. Um, you guys are going to love this one. So MSK, no prep racing is kind of like sex. Better without the rubber and raw to the concrete. New hoodie coming, getting released next week. And here's the video. How many inches of travel does... I put more time into setting up the engine. To that's that's not a horrible idea. There's another one he says is uh, baseline suspension and center of gravity. If you saw something, another, uh, I'll look that up. Yeah, that one might be cool. That one might be free. I don't know for sure, but. Is the other one free or is that a purchase software? You no, you got to buy that, yeah. Okay. okay. I think it was like 100, 145 bucks or something. Okay. Might as well worth it from what I've seen. So, yes. I've, I've seen what's come out of your garage and been very impressed. That's all I got to say. Um, if we could, we'd take as many prayers and well wishings for old Jeff tomorrow since he's got that court case on that dirty cop that impounded his truck, trailer, and car. That's crazy. <laughs> no need for that, man. Man, Definitely it was. I'll that. tell you what. It was. It was our fault, to be honest. Me and Jeff definitely knew better when the two motorcycles at the spot before we got caught at that outran the cop that took off from them or whatever. We pretty much knew it was you didn't want to get caught after that because they were going to be super pissed off. And I don't know. The other race got rained out. We wanted to race. That's what happened. Yeah, that's what happens. You're right. <laughs> Oh, well, I got to uh, pay the piper, ain't I? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all wishing you good luck and praying for you. And helping you for anybody. I'm sure they'll be willing to help. So Appreciate it. Definitely, for sure. No problem. So we have, uh, did you scroll through the, the list right there, Jasper? I scrolled through a couple a couple people guessed. Okay. And then they have, um, hold on. Looking for, you see those numbers there and those names? Yeah, I see 16, 12, 11, 14 and a half, and 15 and three quarter, and none of those are right. Okay. Have you seen one that is the right number? I did see one over here. Let's see. Oh, I guess people have been guessing 100,000 times in a row. So I guess I'll leave that up to you. Um, the uh, answer is 13 inches. 
13 inches of travel. Okay. So let's take a look. I see one winner. Uh, everybody. So we have a winner. And right here, Henry Lucklear won the hoodie. And uh, we'll give you a we'll shout out to you after the show and get your information so we can ship that out to you, Henry. Um, you're the only one to guess that exact number. Um, now, actually, yeah. So, Henry's the winner there. It looks got. like you got two. Someone on Facebook guessed 13, too. I kind of did any, meeny, miny, moan. I picked one of the two that I saw on there. Okay, that's I cool. See, I saw it down. Two comments below. I did see it. Um, okay, I just kind of make sure. Like any, meeny, miny, moan, and then that's the, you know, that's the one that won. So, out of the two that I saw there. Um, all right. Well, thank you much. Um, do you have any other? Uh, do you want to kind of show your front end right there, kind of what you're doing with the bars and how it's mounted and everything? Kind of explain it to everybody real quick. Yeah, so give, a, give a visual picture to everybody. I'll have the GoPro working next week, so I ain't got to carry a laptop around. You got one of those lights, Jacob, right there. So. We run the stock spindles because it puts it up a little higher too. I'm not a I fan of the drop spindles. Uh -huh. And then there was a lot of work in this bump steer right here. A lot of work in the bump steer to get it so that as the tires raise, they don't, you know, toe in really hard. And then we run a normal camber plate up here. And we're actually going to switch that. We're just going to make our own because I don't like exactly where the wheel is. So I'm just going to weld up my own plate and cut that circle off and weld it to it. Do you mind if we go and back to that? I can't tell if you're seeing this or not. In the <laughs> rear, we have it set up like this. There's really nothing too special about it. Every Mustang ever with an anti-roll bar and yeah. a couple of things. We do have Marty boxes, so it allows us to make our adjustments in the front or the rear. Can you show that? Do you mind? And it's so far under there, and it's not on the hoist. Okay, no problem. So on the camber plates, you know, maybe help some people too with adjustment. I know that can make a difference. Are you towing in or are you towing out? What are you doing with the camber plates in the top? Of the um, when you go to the long travel, you kind of need to push them towards the motor as far as you can. We're bringing them, towing them in. Yeah, okay. because your wheels sit like, let me try to line up correctly. So your wheels sit like this or whatever, mm -hmm. and then they go like this, like this as you come up. Yep. So... Preferably, in my opinion, they sit a tiny bit like this, not that drastic, but like a little bit like this so that they're not that far when you get up. Because but most people, or at least I do, you should be aligning the car with it where you think it's going to ride for most of the track. So I usually shoot for a little bit over the middle of the extension and then get it really close and cross my fingers. So you're talking about have the difference in how the tire sits when it's in the air and when it comes down. Does yep, it make camera. a difference? Right, the camera. So does it make a difference if it's you know, like this versus like this? Is it how it bites when it when it lands down or something? Is it just to help well, understand? 
why I'm trying to to adjust it with it like on a hoist halfway up in the air or whatever, or halfway through its travel, is it does move. The, the camber will move in like it, the top of the tire will come out as it goes up. So like I try to put mine a tiny bit in so that as it comes up, it don't go out as far. Yep. So, or it just, at least that's where it's ending up with mine. And then the toe in or whatever, how it like tries to toe in. That's like I said, that's all in that bump steer. You need that to match your arm as okay. close as you can possibly get it. Like I said, we went through a hundred different like uh, spacers that we had made from our buddy at Bobby Bill who like builds us everything overnight and stuff. He's, he's amazing. Honestly, God, uh, Rob Locke is who that is. Um, he's worked at machine shops his whole life. So like we have him custom make us stuff all the time. He's the original inventor creator fills the idea man on it. But that crank sensor part that we made, that allows you to run like a Holly Hall effect sensor in the stock LS location with a stock LS wheel on the crank 58 or 24. And it allows you to run that sensor that you can adjust the gap on. Plus they're a better sensor. Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Richard had a question there for you too. Richard on the, on the screen there. Oh. Yeah, no, he's right. It, it can cause tire wobble. Aaron wrote a comment to steering control. Okay. Uh, is he talking about like a dampener or something, or just meaning like that's why you got to adjust the bump steer? I guess I don't fully know what that one that one means. Maybe we're talking about with the spacers, maybe. Yeah, that's yep. That's controlling the steering, like so that okay. it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't tow in or doesn't move as it comes up. It don't try to pull the front of the tires in or out. Just try to make those lines. No, you want the bottom of your A arm and your your tie rod end to be pretty much parallel. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I think that you've covered most of it. I mean, um, so if anybody ever wants to have these long travel suspension put in, set up in their cars, uh, Jasper and the second tight crew um, have all the experience of doing that and the know how to do it. And he can definitely help you with you guys' cars and projects. Um, so he does offer that service to help people up here in the north. Um, we are going to be starting a new series uh, with Jasper. Um, we're going to be doing builds and work that he's got going on in his garage. Um, I'm working on the first video um, from the first builds from their accident. Um, we're going to release all that as being the kind of first episode uh, going to things. And we're going to start filming uh, going forward here, um, regular episodes. So you know, if you want to see your car on TV, <laughs> you can do that. But if you don't, you don't have to. You can clearly say that, you know. But um, there'll be projects as well for their own team and what they got going on, and we'll be doing different projects with them. Um, so you'll see videos here, here and there coming through on the channel. Um, we're starting to roll through with that a little bit here and getting getting that going. And um, if you guys got any more questions for Jasper or any more uh, suspension uh, questions at all, do you guys have? Put them down in the comments down there. I will say that probably a lot of the content will be hilarious because you've been here, Brian, <laughs> and you see how we operate. And 
Yes, indeed. That's I, I imagine be. most of these people are too young to know the Three Stooges, but like we're like eight <laughs> Stooges, and we're screaming yeah. and yelling at each other sometimes, and then we might be hugging and passing a peace pipe or who knows what. So, yeah, like we used to roll into the drag strip and instantly roll all the windows down on the truck and blare yakety sacks just so everyone knew what we were about as we got there. Like we didn't want any question in anyone's mind. We just wanted them to know, like these dudes are clowns. <laughs> oh, that's good. And we definitely like one bonus is when we don't know, we tell you, you know, like if, if we don't know, we don't know. And we're willing to test or try something. Or if someone's got an idea, I mean, we've gotten so much help off so many people. So it has definitely not been like just one person studying like mad. Everyone's kind of got their own specialty and, and us together work. Um, we use bipolar a ton. Bipolar, just did it this last week, I mean, I ran down there and grabbed 90s for my turbo kit because when we put my motor in, none of it fit because we have those gigantic Frankenstein heads. So, yup. And then Jeff Thomas was at Bipolar this week getting um, Marty boxes put in. They they help a ton. They give us stuff all the time. They'll they'll literally send people up here to help us too. So between all of us, I mean, it works. It takes a village, and we've got a really cool village around us. That that's help awesome. Out. So well, that's our goal so is to put on a good show for everybody. I think you guys will all have a good time, some good laughs, and uh, you'll learn a lot. And um, who knows where this is going to take it from here, you know? So looking forward to having a little bit of fun. Keep in our check Sundays, um, but you'll see episodes kind of pop in here, here and there. Um, so looking forward to that. And I think that's pretty much about it. Just going to wrap it up for today. Um, Henry, I'll hit you up here in a little bit to get your information for the hoodie. And uh, appreciate uh, you guys all for putting your guesses in. And for that, I hope you enjoy the hoodie. I think everybody's going to get a laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> you see that so definitely well thank you i appreciate yours and jeff thomas and good luck to jeff thomas in his case out there he definitely needs that and yeah uh, everyone say a prayer that that goes smooth and he keeps his license yeah hopefully i don't go through that i, I know others have gone through it and that sucks so hopefully all goes well um yep. definitely all righty anything you want to add at all jasper at all or um I guess I'll thank Amsoil, uh, Riverside Gear. I hate doing this because I'm going to forget someone, and I feel absolutely horrible for that. Uh, Johnny Applesauce, Jacob Heisler, Maynard Backoffin, Phil West, uh, Everett and Carrie LaForge, Michelle Wolf, uh, Bobby Blackums, just all the people that help us, Joe Williams, Tony Chrisham, Corey Malone, Bobby Burton, Diamond Hugo. Lorenzo Zay, we, like I said, man, I can't do it without those guys. My wife is out of this world. Like, I know some of you probably think you got a sweet wife. Mine's better. Like, I have three kids and one on the way, and she puts up with all this crap and me going everywhere. I just, she'll leave me soon, but just don't be mad at her when she does because it was warranted, I promise and other than that, man, thanks, Brian. This has been, I like hearing other people comment, too. Um, 
and see what they're thinking or what they're doing. And if people have ideas for us, let us know. We might try them. Definitely. And uh, we also have a new hoodie coming out uh, next week, you guys. Um, all pre-orders going um, tentatively. It looks like it's going to be about 45 a hoodie, but we're going to verify that um, in any size. And uh, other than that, I think just regular events that are coming up. And I think we're good to go. And we also have uh, another channel, MSK, Midnight Streets. Um, more kind of the street side of things uh, with Happy. Excuse me. Um, you guys are going to see this pure street action going on over there um, on that side of the channel. Um, so you guys want to go check out our YouTube channel and our other page with that. You can go ahead and check that out. So uh, it's different. You know, MSK, we do tracks. You know, we do all the things that we do with our shows and everything else. Um, but that's just purely all streets, something separate and different. Kind of like, Amen. Yep. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Secret stuff. <laughs> if Happy's running it and the crew they got with Butterface and stuff, it'll be good content, I promise. Definitely. All right, guys. We will catch you all later. You all have a happy Sunday, and we'll see you next on the Thursday show. Take care. Peace Thanks. out. Thanks.